Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is Season 4, Episode 117 of this Daily Study Podcast. Apologies for yesterday. Once again, I had recorded the episode as normal. I had prepared it and got all the materials ready, and then I forgot to upload it. So once again, uh, today you're going to get a couple of episodes. Um, so, to, so enjoy that. Uh, we're going to continue with uh, episode um, Exodus, Chapters 20, um, where we are continuing with the Ten Commandments. And we're going from verse 7, which is the third, which says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. So this is, uh, there's a couple of things here. Uh, Henry D. Taylor teaches um, about um, how we can use the name of the Lord inappropriately. He said, quote, Moses knew by revelation that the name of God was hallowed is hallowed, and yet every day we hear thoughtless, uncouth, irreverent persons violate this commandment as they blaspheme the name of our Heavenly Father in profane oaths. Um, Too often today, individuals in fits of rage and uncontrollable anger profane the name of deity, and too frequently they do it in ordinary conversations. However, through the exercise of self-control and by engaging in earnest prayer, it is possible to learn to govern one's speech or utterances. So, this is referring to how we can misuse the name of um, God, but there's also another way in which we can um, not, but we can be, we 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 can break this commandment, uh, and that is uh, in the way that we um, make covenants and try and keep those covenants. If we make covenants with the Lord and then willfully um, disregard those covenants, and yet still do things like take the sacraments and various things like that. That can be um, a a way of taking the Lord's name in vain. Um, We need to be striving to keep keep those covenants. We need to be doing our very best, uh, repenting when we are, uh, when we do make a mistake uh, and trying to do, and well, like I just said, trying to do our best. And that is, you know, taking those covenants seriously. Um, That is something which also refers to taking the Lord's name in vain. We move on to the fourth commandment, which is the one where um, we kind of come towards the end of the first four, which are focused on loving God. Uh, And then the the remaining ones are focused on loving our neighbour, which, of course, are linked to the two great commandments under which these ten commandments can fall under that the Saviour gave um, when he was on the earth. In the fourth commandment, we read, uh, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labour and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Um, we know, of course, that uh, this is linked to uh, the fact that God created the earth in six days and rested on the seventh. Uh, and on this day, the seventh day, we should rest from our worldly labours. Uh, of course, you know, for many people who uh, go to church and do things to help with their calling and things like that, it's not necessarily a rest uh, as such but it is a rest from worldly worldly work um where possible president russell m nelson taught quote in hebrew the word sabbath means rest the purpose of the sabbath dates back to the creation of the world when he later revealed the ten commandments to moses god commanded that we should remember the sabbath day to keep it holy Perhaps most important, the Sabbath was given as a perpetual covenant, a constant reminder that the Lord may sanctify his people. When we start to see the Sabbath as a day where we may become sanctified, 
a day where through the difficulties of the week and the mistakes that we make in the week, it is an opportunity to be cleansed and sanctified as we um, um, are aware of the things we've done wrong in the week, partake of the sacrament uh, and um, move forward uh, with the determination to change, then this Sabbath starts to become a delight. Um, Lynn A. Mickelson taught, quote, uh, teach your children to set apart one-seventh of their time to learn of him, to take their minds from the burdens of daily work and to remember him. As we dedicate this time to him, it concentrates our hearts and our minds on the real purpose of our existence and takes us out of the world. It is a day to become as he is, to worship him and to minister to others as he did. We don't need rules for the Sabbath day when we understand and live its purposes. Close quote. Um, when I was younger, you know, the Sabbath day to me was a list of don'ts. You know, we, we don't go shopping. We don't, um, uh, we, we, well, there's, there's other lists of don'ts, of course, uh, which are usually referred to on the Sabbath as well. Um, but with the, um, the Sabbath, when we think of it in more of a way of, um, things that we can benefit from, the blessings that come from it and the things that we can do, it truly does become a delight. And you find that by the end, you've had a day where you've been able to focus more on family, focus more on the saviour. And that's really for myself, as I've mentioned before in this podcast, the two main kind of measure, measures that I look at each potential activity on the Sabbath uh, to see if it is something that we should do. If it is something that um, dedicates and focuses on time, our time on the saviour, or it dedicates and focuses on our time on family, then it's something that we can consider doing. If it's something that does both, then that is an ideal activity for the Sabbath. Um, so, you know, that is something which we, we like to kind of consider when we think about things we can do on the Sabbath. Uh, the fifth commandment says, Honour thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Now, um, this is interesting because um, it seems to suggest that if we don't listen to our parents, then our days are, are on the land will not be as long. Now, that, now whether that is um, a literal um, kind of fulfilment that will come with that, or rather um, it's in a symbolic sense where, you know, if they didn't follow honour their father and their mother, then they would uh, not remain in the land or the promised land that the Lord would provide them or the promised blessings that they have, uh, that, ha that they had been given. Um, it is obviously open to kind of discussion there. But there's also <clears throat> a discussion we can have here about the word honour. It doesn't say obey thy parents. It says honour thy parents uh, or father and thy mother. Um, and I think that that is a very important distinction as well. The Hebrew word kabad, which this word honour comes from, uh, is used for a number of different words and uh, contexts in the Bible, including to make rich, to glorify, to promote. Um, and so, you know, this is more than just obeying parents. But again, you know, as parents, we often use this as a uh, reminder to our children that they need to listen to us a bit more. Uh, but honouring our parents is much, goes way beyond just listening to what they ask us to do. It is living our lives in a way that when people look at us, they say, oh, you are such and such a child, um, you know, you honour them, you uh, you make them, um, the way you are acting would make them proud. Um, and I think that that is more of the kind of um, direction that this commandment uh, leads us towards.
Um, N. Eldon Tanner uh, taught this, quote, Children who are taught obedience to honour and obey the law, to have faith in God, and to keep his commandments will, as they grow up, honour their parents and be a credit to them, and they will be able to meet and solve their problems, find greater success and joy in life, and contribute greatly to the solution of, this, of the problems now causing the world such great concern. It is up to the parents to see to it that their children are prepared through obedience to law for the positions of leadership they will occupy in the future, where their responsibility will be to bring peace and righteousness to the world. Close quote. So it is beyond just listening to our parents. It is honouring in, in a number of different ways. Um, commandment number six <clears throat> says thou shalt not kill. Um, I think that this is clearly a, a very straightforward um, uh, commandment. Lynn A. Mickelson <clears throat> taught, quote, we are created in the image of God. The union of the flesh with the spirit can bring us a fullness of joy. Teach your children to respect the sanctity of human life, to revere it and cherish it. Human life is the precious stepping stone to eternal life, and we must jealously guard it from the moment of conception. Close quote. Um, I mean, clearly there are other discussions to be had there in the quote that I've just read about what not killing may mean. And of course, there is the discussion around uh, if you are in military service and um, and whether that is okay then to kill or not. Um, there was a, a quote given um, by the First Presidency uh, in terms of uh, military combat, which says, quote, when constitutional law, obedient to these principles, calls the manhood of the church into the armed service of any country to which they owe allegiance, their highest civic service requires that they meet that call. If, hearkening to that call and obeying those command over them, they shall take the lives of those who fight against them, that will not make them murderers, close quotes. So there is, of course, that um, line of, or that understanding that if we are protecting our homes or our families, and we are doing it in the correct prescribed way, uh, then that does not make us um, break this specific commandment. I mean, of course, we see in the Book of Mormon uh, a number of instances, and in the Bible, uh, where individuals had to protect their homes, and they did so in um, agreed warfare. Um, but of course, this is referring to if we uh, liberally, uh, deliberately and voluntarily take another's life. Um, and so... Yeah, that, that one's pretty straightforward. We are going to stop there because we are running low on time. But of course, we have now got four more, which I did plan to try and do. And so we'll conclude those tomorrow uh, on the Sabbath. And we will. Uh, so please do join us there. Thank you for, for your time. And until we meet again.